0: This break, this time, you had something, something for me. Well, I think of you. This, you know, and if I, if you, if you know Corey, one of those things that, uh, one of her, when she wants to chill, she's got candles going, as many (laughs) candles as she can find in the room. She will light them. (laughs) And and that's nice because you know you know, it's a it's a cool relaxing kind of thing. So I think this part of the feast would have been one of your favorites. So at the end of the first day of the feast, according to the Mishnah, gigantic candelabras stood within the court of the women in the temple. Ironically. See, even back then they liked candles. <laughs> each of the four golden candelabras is said to have been... You ready for this? 75 feet tall. Four of wow. these. <laughs> That's some big candles. Each candelabra had four branches. At the top of every branch, was a large bowl. Four young men bearing 10-gallon pitchers of oil would climb ladders and fill the golden bowls on each candelabra. And then the oil in those bowls were lit. So the temple was on a hill above the rest of the city. So the glow was the sight for the entire city to see. The light was to remind the people of how God's Shekinah glory had once filled his temple. But in the person of Jesus, God's glory was once again present in that temple. And very similar to what he did with the water ceremony on the last day, he used that celebration on the first day to announce that very fact. He was teaching in the court of women just after the feast, perhaps standing right next to one of those magnificent candelabras, when he declared to all who were gathered there, I am the light of the world. Mm. <laughs> Not the candle. I'm yeah. the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. will have the light of life. Now, you know, many refuse to have their own darkness exposed by that light. Mm. But it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters you know if god had no beginning and everything that exists was created by him then nothing existed before him not even darkness scripturally speaking darkness isn't even the absence of light that's what scientists say but it's actually scientifically impossible to create perfect darkness because all objects radiate heat in the form of infrared light and gamma Mm. rays an extremely high-frequency light can penetrate even dense materials you have to go way 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 down in the ground just to get away from light darkness was probably the first creation of God before the universe itself said I form the light and create darkness I make peace and create calamity I the Lord do all those things Isaiah 45 so darkness was a creation and every creation has a purpose we can know that the Spirit of God is hovering near us and he has a vision for what he's making us into and he uses darkness or hides things from us as part of the process of revealing himself to us. Amazing God. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And then God divided the light from the darkness. To say it another way, God triumphs over darkness. Everything God is doing in our lives is to accomplish one purpose. Dividing the light from the darkness. See, for you were once darkness, Ephesians 5 said, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it's shameful to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So if God is light, and he's the image of the invisible God, and we're made in the image of God, what does that mean? That means you are and we are light. Mm. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness who is shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. So listen to Jesus, explain this to Nicodemus in John 3. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. See, our original birth is similar in that we're surrounded by, in the womb by water, and when it breaks, we come out of the darkness and water and into the light of the world. And he said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, Mm. because their deeds were evil. We see it, creation, before Adam and Eve sinned, they were surrounded with God's glory of light. When they sinned, they went into darkness. When we sin, we go back in. God doesn't hate us when we sin, but we have to choose darkness or light. His life's purpose is to separate one from the other. When you choose darkness, you also lose your purpose Mm. as light. See, the light spectrum includes radio waves, and we're part of the light. Also, microwaves, infrared, visible light, ultraviolet, x-rays, gamma rays, other electromagnetic radiation. My goodness, that's because God is raising up many kinds of people with many kinds of gifts, just like the many kinds of light. He's going to fill up some with lots of power, others with revelation, others with skills, others for war. Light is also sound. And creation, God spoke, which was a form of light. The Hebrew word for voice is the sound of a trumpet. The same word is used throughout the Bible for a blast of a trumpet, like at Mount Sinai. The Hebrew word also means calling out, shouting, or even singing. So when we're not talking, when we're singing, we're uh, actually shining the light of Jesus. That's so good. It is pretty cool. It's Feast of Tabernacles. It's the You know, He's singing over you, and He is trying to get His light into your heart, into your life, and that's such good news that it can break through, that you can carry light, that you can become his light to the people around you. And maybe you do just feel like you're in a dark place right now. That's what we're here to help you actually find the light and to get a light into your heart, into your life. If you need prayer this morning, message us through our Facebook or call 770-781-9150.